Welcome to episode 284 of In Touch with iOS, the show that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies. My host is, I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg, and I've got <laughs> Jill McKinley back on this show. How you doing, Jill? It's so great to see you. It's been too long. Glad you're here. It's great to see you, too. I'm doing great. Thank you. Good. And I'm so glad you're here. And uh, Ben Rathick's back after this is now his third show today, uh, uh, recording a podcast for the, for the holidays coming up here. So thanks for being here. How you doing, Ben? I'm I'm doing good. I don't know if I'm able to actually remember my name right now, but I'm ready to do this. All right, great. And I hope Jeff Gamut is also ready. He's this is his third show today as well. Good, to, good to see you, Jeff. It is my third show of the day. Yeah, this is my second. So uh, the 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 great thing about this show, there's many great things about this show, mm-hmm. but one of the many great things about this show is that I'm not the kitten herder on this one. You get to st- sit back, relax while I crank this stuff right. out. Here, I get so. to stir up trouble <laughs> and then you deal with it. <laughs> and you're good at that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, we got a lot of good uh, stories this week. Uh, it seems like towards the year end here, we've always had some good things to talk about. Uh, 17.3 beta is out. We're going to be hitting that hard. And there's a big story about that. We'll share in just a minute. Uh, 17.2 was released this week. So we got hit those topics hard and well, we've got a couple other topics we're going to touch on as well, but uh, let's uh, go into the news this week. And this one is kind of bugging me since I did buy a new pair of AirPods Pro 2 with the USB-C port. Apple is now finally officially selling its standalone USB-C AirPods Pro 2 case for $99. They began selling this uh, yesterday as we record this, uh, uh, on a standalone basis, allowing you customers to be able to who have the lightning charging case to now upgrade to the USB-C. Uh, the standalone charger was priced at 99 bucks. It's on the Apple online store. Uh, the Verge actually just noticed it. And now all of a sudden it made it through the press here. So um, uh, we're, we're quoting Mac rumors, of course. Um, if you push put an order in now, it looks like it might be a little delayed. I haven't even looked since uh, yesterday. And let's see what the date is now. December 29th through January 4th. So uh, we talked a lot about this uh, when the uh, these came out. Um, Jeff, uh, Jeff, what do you think? I'm actually surprised at the price. Yeah. Because the uh, the way we could get them before it was officially available was mm-hmm. uh, through the uh the repair program and it was eighty nine dollars yeah it was a, it was an act of god to get to buy the order them too as i tried and it didn't work <laughs> <laughs> yeah so anyhow ten dollars more now and uh for ten dollars more boy that order better work yeah oh for sure how about you jill do you have you have airpods for a pro uh, jill uh, oh yeah I have uh, the original AirPods and then I have the newest AirPod Pros because I love to travel yeah. with them in airports and yeah. yeah. And yeah, I'm buying a new case anyway, to know that's an option if it gets to that. Well, I mean, the US, it's just a, it's a nuisance. You know, we, I mean, we've talked about this with having the USB-C uh, versus the lightning connector, you know, it drives us crazy with the, I've got my magic keyboard, my magic trackpad, I'll have to use thun- uh, lightning and hopefully next year they fix that and replace them next year. But uh, yeah, it's, I, I, especially the fact that you actually can charge the AirPods on your iPhone if you have an iPhone 15 by using a USB-C cable. Um, so you have that option too. So, so it's got some benefits. I mean, most, I would say most people who are not normal like us, who are techie people probably are not going to buy these if they already have the, the ones with the lightning connector, no reason to be crazy and buy it. But, uh, you know, that's, that's where we're going to go. What do you think, Ben? Um, I think this is, this could be a good deal depending on whether having this case will allow uh, AirPods that were bought with the Lightning case to get the uh, additional features of the USB-C version. Yeah. So it's uh, I'm glad Apple did it. I mean, they, they, they obviously were hearing a lot uh, after they just did this. So, um, so I'm, I'm kind of glad they did it. Uh, next story here. This is more of a rumor story. I thought this would be kind of fun to talk about here. This is an iMore. 
Uh, Apple Apple's foldable iPhone is one step closer as Samsung digital display begins its internal reshuffle. Uh, Samsung display is ma- uh, display is making an organizational change in preparation for the launch of Apple's folding progress rumored to be including a foldable iPhone, iPad, and MacBook. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was from a new report uh, from Korea's The Elec. Uh, revealed that Samsung Display had carried out an organizational re, uh, re- reorganization based on focusing capabilities on responding to Apple's foldable products. Uh, Apple's for- foray into the world of foldables is some way off. That's what I was thinking. Uh, still, many rival companies have successfully launched foldable phones. I don't know if I put the question successfully. Uh, and uh, and tablets. Well, if they mean they actually got them on shelves. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. So. You you get the drift here. Go ahead, Jeff. What do you think on this? <laughs> Come on, Apple's foldable phone is one step. Cl- no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> I really don't think Apple's working on a foldable I'd phone. Be. If Apple is working on a foldable display device, it will be an iPad, yeah. an iPad Mini that folds open into a larger iPad. Makes a lot more sense to me. Yeah. Uh, the whole foldable phone thing. I still firmly believe is a problem desperately trying to find a solution. Yeah. I agree with that. What do, what do you think about that, Jill? Well, I have purses and the purses are this big. And suddenly because of my new Max phone, no more purses. So I would love to see a foldable phone. I was having foldable phone envy at the airport and thought, I finally could bring back the purse <laughs> and it would be nice. And I know a lot of my friends struggle with that too. So I, I'm curious. I want to see it. Yeah. About you, Ben. Um, having spent a little time with the foldable phones that uh, friends of mine have owned, uh, they very, very briefly got me thinking about maybe switching to Android. What? Up, <laughs> up until my my brain kicked back on, but. Oxygen deprivation does yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, <laughs> Samsung is a huge conglomerate yeah. where Samsung display is completely autonomous from uh, the uh, Samsung phone division or Samsung mobile in this case. Um, honestly, this would be a huge get for Samsung display. To be able to get to be able to produce these for Apple, yeah, it would be, it would be, but like I said, it's rumor, and rumors generally you can't trust. So I just thought it'd be fun just to have a brief chat about that. Speaking of not fun, really, GM is nixing the CarPlay to make drivers safer. Earlier this year, of course, we know GM announced plans to phase out Apple's at CarPlay and Android Auto in its future electric vehicles, and with the company instead relying on its infotainment system co-developed by with Google. This has not been a particularly popular decision with iPhone users, and, to, and today uh, GM actually provided some more insights. I, I've linked uh, show notes in back rumors as well as uh, Motor Trend, which I, I would probably trust more on them. And they said, uh, according to Tim Babbitt, GM's head of product for infotainment gm has driver safety in mind and carplay and android auto can have issues like bad connections slow response times compatibility issues connect connectivity problems leading drivers to be distracted from the road with uh with uh, smartphone troubleshooting uh, Babbitt uh, claims that the drivers will be less likely to pick up their phones with a built-in system that does not rely on a service like CarPlay, leading to improved safety on the road. GM does not have any data to prove that this infotainment system <laughs> is less distracting than CarPlay, nor has it done any testing. So how can they even say this in public and, and, and with a straight face and say that, that this is a good thing because of driver safety? I'm hitting right to you, Jeff. I want your thoughts. <laughs> How much time do we have? Mm. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. So what did they do? Put the question into chat GPT and let it uh, hallucinate an answer (laughs) for them. And then they're like, hey, yeah, let's go with that. All right. If you're concerned about the connectivity issues 
to CarPlay or or uh, Google Car, Android Auto, whatever, Android Auto, whatever. You don't look to the software platform. You look to the crappy Bluetooth chips you're putting into your car. Yeah. Oh my God. Um, This is a total blowing smoke up your ass thing (laughs) that they're doing here. This is, I'm sorry. I just gave you an edit. I'm sorry. (laughs) That word's okay. Um, Okay. Still, this is a non-reason. They're just trying to put a spin on what they really want to do, which is cut out these other services that their customers actually want in hopes that they can convince them to pay for what will presumably be a lower quality feature. Well, high quality according to them. What do you, yeah, well, you know, they, they also said, aha, we're doing it for customer safety. (laughs) Yeah. What do you think, Joel? Well, I think if they wanted to care about car safety, they wouldn't have all my doors fall off like it did the last time I owned a GM car. But booyah. (laughs) Booyah. But it is. Everyone thinks cars are the next cell phones. It's the next way to sell services. They took the lessons of everyone selling services and they want to sell their services. And that's the end of it. And I'm not buying a car that doesn't have Apple Play. Mm -hmm. My next car will definitely have it. Or am I? (laughs) Oh, and last thoughts, uh, Ben. Yeah. They're doing the, they the, this their reasoning comes from the same reason they did this in the first place. Uh they think their buyers are a lot dumber than they are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. So far as far as I'm concerned, don't buy a GM car, please. Nope. Uh, if you if you really want to value uh what CarPlay does, I mean I mean I'll give a good example. I just use driving home my car today iOS 17.2, the, the, the text messaging is so much more robust now. I mean, it's got the nice little display mm-hmm. on CarPlay now. You can either tap CarPlay or tell it to, to reply. Um, it's not distracting. I mean, there's so many things. I mean, a local radio station app, and you're seeing even radio stations taking the time with their 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 single app in Chicago, WGN, I like to listen to. Um mm-hmm. They took their app and it's now in CarPlay. It never was before. And someone finally got that's cool. Immediate, you know, a, 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 a radio station like that to get them off their tails and and get the developer to hey fix your app so you can use it in CarPlay. That's the whole point of it. And boy, it's it's beautiful to be able to listen to it on the app because it's not listening to that wonderful AM radio sound since they don't have a they don't have an FM or a, a digital version. So, but uh, so there's there's a good example right there. CarPlay's value. Oh, but the infotainment system is going to have that too, right? Mm, I doubt it. And who's going to want to even bother to develop for that? I mean, give me a break. But anyway, like we said, we could go on for this, but let's go on and move on for the next story here. Um, Apple did delay, if they, they did announce uh, the AirPlay in hotel rooms uh, earlier this year during WWDC for iOS 17. Um, uh, and it, it is, it, it was updated on the iOS 17 page, uh, on Apple's website that, it, that the airplay feature for hotel rooms for TVs has been delayed until 2024. It was originally going to, they originally said the feature was going to be coming later this year, but I guess it will be coming in an update in 2024. Apple did never, didn't give any specific information or time frame, but the feature should be added, uh, in an iOS 17 update in the first half of next year. What this was going to do is the feature is going to allow iPhone users to scan a QR code on their hotel room TV to establish an AirPlay to connection, allow them to wirelessly stream videos, photos, and music to, to, from their iPhone to their TV. Google or, already offered that similar feature in some hotels using guests, uh, allowing guests to do that via Chromecast. Mm. Um, Apple did say that they partnered with the Holiday Inn owner, IH, IHG Hotels and Resorts. It would be one of the first hotels brands that would uh, adopt the feature. But uh, I think I think what's probably my opinion is delaying this is getting all the hotels on board to do this, and 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 going with that. What do you think, Jill? Well, I travel for a living a little bit, yeah. and I used to bring fire sticks, yeah. and I'd rip the TV off the wall, <laughs> and it was a pain. And so yeah. I gave up on that, and I just started watching things on my iPad. I I would love to be able to uh, broadcast. Plus, the t the hotel rooms used to say, "Well, log in with your Netflix account." You know, and you can watch. I'm like, I don't trust yeah, you. I'm not putting my Netflix on there, yeah. Right. 
So this would be a great solution to that problem for sure. I'm excited. Yeah, no, and then, I mean, I in in Vegas, I was at hotels that have specific little screens, you know, those touch screens at the at your bedside, most elaborate thing you ever seen. And people, I was even slightly confused with it because it was just so bad the way the interface was. Uh, but this is something going to be good, uh, Ben. What do you think? Um, this, yeah, this is definitely going to be on the implementation side. Um, whether they're, um. Whether LG is dragging their feet or is just trying to get the individual uh, hotel franchi- uh, franchises on board, um, it's. I mean, Apple. I think Apple th- thought it might have been a little bit easier trying to get this out in the field than it actually is. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, any thoughts on this, Jeff? I think what's happened is that. Uh, Apple has had to do what every company has to do, which is prioritize features. And there were other features that uh, were higher on the, the must complete list. And there's also a very serious security element that goes along with this. And I think Apple is doing a lot of, uh, of testing to make sure that the security element works exactly as it needs to. Mm-hmm. And then throw the hotels in and they're going to be kind of slow, but I, I, I think that's what's going on. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, uh, for those of you who are watching live, I want to make sure I, I recognize people in the chat on at uh, youtube.com slash in touch with iOS. We have a uh, web Bixby. How you doing buddy? We, we miss you on uh, yeah. Mac voices. As well as uh, Wither Bucket, which is uh, Jill's brother. He's he's in the chat as My well. My brother. He's he says, "Hey, everybody, Jill's brother here," and uh, he did talk about hi, Jill's brother. How are you doing? What's up? And, and uh, he, he uh, did talk about uh, his 2013 Prius, just like what you have, Jill, Jeff. That that uh, yeah. As well as as, as well as Jill, that uh, doesn't have uh, that info as that ancient infotainment system. So uh, yes, that. Jill's brother, this this is what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to replace the uh, the infotainment system that we have that uh, doesn't actually do very much anymore with uh, CarPlay Head. Yep. And uh, yeah, so I probably just uh, uh, figure it all out at Crutchfield. If they have the best price, I'm going to get it there. And uh, sometimes they have a sale, Ben. But, uh, but yeah, you got to shop around, use Crutchfield to make sure that you're getting all the right stuff. And then you shop around for the right prices for those, yeah. those components. And yeah, they uh, don't, they, yeah. they may not always have the best prices, but they have by far the best resources. Yeah. No. It's yeah, awesome. Awesome. Wait, what is this magic device called? It's a website, Crutchfield. I know the I know. Yeah. I mean, the device oh, that's going to make have- Apple play work. Oh, so, you know, there's that whole brick that's the yeah. infotainment system in the car, right yeah. in the dash. Yeah. That, w- with some effort, that comes out. Mm-hmm. Then you get a uh, um, another block that has CarPlay built into it that goes in there, like Pioneer, or JBL, or Sony, oh. or Kenwood, or wh- whatever. And you can get different screen sizes. You get the right uh, bezel to to fit around it, so it looks like it's part of your dash, and uh, and away you go. Cool. And with the right with the right adapter harnesses, all of the controls on your steering wheel still work. Your backup camera still works. Nice. So you're set. Yep. All right. So uh, let's uh, move on to the next story here. Disney says the Hulu app will not shut down as Hulu merges with into Disney plus there've been speculation about this and, and discussions that Disney did say potentially that they were going to be merging. Um, and the Hulu content is now available inside the Disney plus app, but now who says, don't worry, the Hulu app isn't going away and you will be able to use that app. If you would rather not use the Disney plus app, uh, this had been a, con- a huge concern for many who only subscribe to Hulu. Some feared that it would need to get Disney plus if they only wanted to access Hulu. Good news is that's not going to be the case. Uh, a statement on web, at Disney's website says that uh, 
will it be a, a standalone app? And they said, yes, this is not a replacement for the standalone Hulu or Disney Plus app. Both will still be available as separate offerings, especially the fact that they have Hulu Plus Live TV and premium add-ons that can only be available in the Hulu app um, and uh, along with the full Hulu uh, uh, video-on-demand content library too as well. So this is going to be interesting to see where this goes. I mean, using it on your iPhone or your, or your iPad is, uh, you know, is, is, is uh, ideal when you're watching a lot of this content on, on Hulu and Disney plus for that matter. Um, then what do you think on this? I think uh, there's a very good reason why they're keeping the dedicated Hulu app. I think they're going to try to sell the live TV, the Hulu with uh, live TV service. And it makes that that sale a lot easier if it comes with the app and uh, the customer base. So they could use that app to, to for the live, the Hulu Plus Live TV. Then you say, right? Yes. Okay. How about you, Joe? What do you think? I'm interested to see if these other networks more are going to stay with it. I mean, are people going to start pulling back their own content and just keeping it with them their own services? Yeah. But I started seeing that. Discovery was going to start decimating their offerings, maybe, and selling them off. AB, uh, Paramount was thinking about selling off its offerings. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens to what used to be the old networks and whether they stick with Hulu or maybe I'll become Hulu. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's it's quite a war. And we could have a whole other topic about streaming services. Which I think I, we're, we're overdue for another discussion on that uh, soon here. So yeah. what do you think, uh, Jeff? Mm-hmm. I'm actually surprised that they're keeping the standalone Hulu app. I figured they would roll everything in to the Disney app. And uh, and even if you're subscribing to just Hulu, you would still have to get the Disney app, which means they now have a single place where you're going to see all the stuff you're missing out on if you're just a Hulu subscriber. Yes, that is true. So... More to come on that, and uh, we'll definitely have some other discussions and future shows about the uh, streaming. It's it's just a wild, wild west out there, and the topic is always uh, always interesting here. So, uh, last story this week: uh, Apple stock. Wow, it's just going crazy here. Um, <laughs> the stock closed at a new record high yesterday, as well as today. I just looked on my watch, and it's at one hundred ninety eight dollars and eleven cents for sh- per share right now. That adds another wow. $1 trillion to the market cap this year. Uh, and uh, as a company, Apple's doing all right. <laughs> uh, the firm, they, they just closed at like an all-time high. Not bad having this uh, uh, as well. Uh, uh, price targets uh, from analysts are saying that it's about, it could go up to $250 a share. Uh, it's very possible. Uh, like I said, with roughly 240 million iPhones in the window of an upgrade opportunity globally now at play, for iPhone 15 and the services is just going crazy. As we know, we've talked about that before. This is great to see. I, I love the fact that, that the stock is going up. I'm not going to complain because I have a nice, uh, a nice chunk on my 401k as part of, uh, uh as part of that stock. So uh, we're just doing okay for my retirement. Uh, what do you, what do you think, Jeff? I wish I had bought Apple stock back when it was, uh, like 12 bucks a share. Like all of us do. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Yeah. Um, but the, every time I see new record high, over a trillion dollars, all of that, I just keep thinking about about Michael Dell saying Apple should, should um, sell off everything and give the money back to the shareholders. Yeah. Yeah. How about you, Joe? Well, I think that's a great story. I think that they are making some good decisions on monetizing things. And mm-hmm. I know I'm more invested in Apple than <laughs> I ever have been. So they got me for sure. I saw that Microsoft just beat them, but they also have all the investment into, you know, AI and that. Right. And I think that's going to play out in the future. So I'm intrigued to see how this goes with Apple versus Microsoft. Yeah. How about you, Ben? Um, this isn't... Uh... This is a prime example of the fact that uh, the old days where Apple is the plucky underdog yeah. are long gone. This mm-hmm. is one of the top five largest companies in the world. Sure is. Sure is. Um, 
So it's good to see. I'm not complaining. Apple is as strong as it's ever been from uh, 1999, 2000, when they were near, near death and bankruptcy. You look at them 23 years later here. They're just, just going like gangbusters here. So, all right, let's go ahead and move on to the topics for this week. Uh, the first discussion as we always do every week is beta. Uh, Apple did see the first betas of iOS 17.3 as well as iPad OS 17.3. Uh, and, uh, that was just a day after the 17.2 launch, which we'll talk about in a minute here. Uh, it, one of the big things that it, it introduced, we're going to talk about this at great length after this is the stolen device protection feature. And, uh, so we'll touch upon that in just a minute here, but, uh, just also wanted to, uh, uh, know they were waiting a lot of, uh, for a lot of handful of features, including, uh, we just talked about the hotel room uh, TVs and then uh, also uh, collaborative music playlists. Um, but uh, uh, Ben, you you were on beta, and I, I know as uh, it's only been what a day. Have you had any experience so far? Yep. What, what do you think so far? Um, so far it's it's very nice. Um, there's a couple of really nice features, especially the stolen device protection. Yep. Um. It's a the uh, journal app. It also has a few new features. Um, it's getting to the point where, despite thinking of uh, iOS seventeen as the new kid on the block, it's starting to get up there in its full feature set. Yeah, seems like it. Um, Jill, you're also on beta, right? Uh, did you upgrade to? I. I got off the merry-go-round right at the release of 17. I decided to oh. hold off for a little okay. bit. <laughs> so, But I am excited about um, some of the new features, getting more features. And again, I said it at MacStock. The reason I'm invested so much in Apple is yeah. because every release brings something exciting that I'm looking forward to. And it's nice to be excited about your computer equipment yep. and what it's going to do next. Yeah. I haven't seen anything on the iPad, anything of, of, of note. Uh, I don't know if you've updated yours yet, Jeff, but... Uh... I haven't had a chance to update it yet, yeah. and I'm assuming it doesn't really matter because I don't think the uh, the changes we're seeing in the beta yep. really uh, come into play for the iPad. That's true. Um, before we hit to the big story of uh, of the stolen device protection, uh, Watch OS uh, 10.3 was released. I don't think there was really much to stand out about it. So I don't think if you've seen anything, uh, Ben. I assume not, nope. assume not. And then, uh, tvOS uh, 17.3, uh, was also released. Uh, there isn't really much to stand out about that as well, but the, we'll, we'll have a little bit of talk about on tvOS, uh, some of the updates at 17.2. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, but like, like I said, as I was leading up to this, uh, uh, 17.3 did add the collaborative Apple music playlists as the, after they removed them in 17.2, they were, they were supposed to release it. So they must not have been ready yet. So I don't know if, uh, you've had a chance to look at that yet, Ben, as far as 17.3's, uh, music playlist. Uh, um, I, I haven't really used them, but my understanding is that there were some security concerns that still had to be ironed out. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope they they fix the shortcuts. They utterly broke every music shortcut in 17 something. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, but the big, the big story of this week on 17.3 is uh, the fact that they, they, they brought the, uh, they brought the stolen, uh, device protection, uh, into the fold here, which is, is awesome. Um, if you, if you recall, this was a number of months ago on the wall street journal, Joanna Stern did a, did a great, a story about how easy it was uh, for social engineering, being able to steal somebody's passcode and, and within minutes be able to reset your Apple ID and get access to your bank accounts and lose all your photos and never see any of your data again. The phone is irrelevant. It's just the, your memories and data. That's, that's the, the big thing that you uh, uh, have to do. But this, this is uh th- this is the stolen device protection. Uh, uh, that's what the, this is going to fix. Uh, so it's uh, important to know that there's going to be a number of things that it's going to do. Uh, it's out, it's outlined in the fact that uh, you're going to be able to, um, when you're, you're viewing the, uh, you're not going to be able to view anybody's passwords or pass keys saved in iCloud or keychain. Uh, it's going to have a, a delayed access. If, if it senses that you're in a place that you don't know where, where it, your device had been in a different place, whether it be not at your home or at your office or places that it sees, 
it's going to enforce a security delay, a one hour security delay that's going to require that you use face ID or touch ID, depending on the iPhone you have, uh, for authentication or, and then wait an hour period before the password could actually be changed or updated. Um, the way these waiting periods will be waived if you're in a trusted location, like home or work, like I mentioned here. Um, but that includes the fact that, uh, viewing and using passwords or pass keys saved in the iCloud keychain, applying for a new Apple card, or viewing the Apple card, virtual card, turning on lost mode, uh, turning off lost mode, erasing all contents and settings, you know, taking, uh, taking certain Apple cash and savings actions in the, in the wallet. So a lot of stuff that's going to really be protecting you. The big thing is the ability not above changing your Apple ID password, uh, with that delay, you won't be able to skirt around this anymore. This, this is just huge. Um, I, I, I'm very pleased to see this because if, if we recall when, when the, this first story mm -hmm. first came out, um, Apple's like, okay, you just have to be more careful. Be, be aware of your surroundings. Don't, don't let people look over your shoulder. I'm like, okay, that's, that's an unacceptable answer in my opinion. So uh, I, I, I just uh, was disappointed in that, but yeah, you just have to be careful. Like we say all the time, you know, your phishing scams, your, uh, all the, all the normal things we've talked about with, uh, with, uh, you know, being where being security, uh, with security awareness. I'm gonna mm -hmm. start with you, Joe. What, what do you think about this new feature is this, and, 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 uh, I think this is really great. Yeah, I'm excited about this more than anything I've seen in features because it seems like a tennis game. I'm going to fight this and fight that. We're going to go back and forth and try to patch things as they get broken. But this is a game changer where it will actually level up security in a major scale. So I'm I'm thrilled about it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, ben, what about your thoughts on this? I think this is the, the biggest change to to uh security since uh activation lock came about yeah. um obviously i mean as jill alluded to uh criminals have become uh have adapted to apple security features so apple has to do something to adapt again to change the paradigm yep for sure and they did i'll, I'll wrap up and let uh, jeff give us your thoughts on this uh this great feature I am all about doing things that enhance security without making it more difficult for users to actually use their iPhones. Yep. And, uh, and I think this squarely falls into that category. Um, there, there are a lot of people that for whatever reason will need to enter a passcode. Mm -hmm. I mean, like I'll, I'll be in places and my phone will Instead of scanning my face, it's like, I don't know who you are. Put in your passcode. Okay, every now and then you just have to do it. Right. So having a way to to help ensure that other people can't spy on your passcode, then grab your phone and run away with it, yep. I, I, that's great. And I love the whole geofencing part of this. Oh, for sure. So you're not in places that you normally are. Your phone will just know. And which basically means if I'm not here, this is this is where I spend almost all my time. If I'm not here, I can't change my passcode, which means no one else can change it either. Right. And that's the, that's the key. These are activities that you don't do all the time. How many times do you change your passcode unless you feel that it needs to be changed? I don't have it's been a long time since I've changed my passcode. How many times do you change your Apple ID password? I mean, how many times do you go through a lot of these steps that, that people do to try to to get a hold of your personal information and lock you out. This is, this mm -hmm. is just a huge thing. And, uh, bravo to Apple that, that they came up with this. And, um, and, and I really think that that wall street journal story really influenced this a lot because it took them a little while to finally did it. And they were obviously working on it for a while since they knew that the beta versions that were coming. Uh, I have a feeling they were working on this before Joanna's article came out. Yeah, it had to be. So, but, but and yeah. the uh, the level of of detail, but yeah, I I think they accelerated the plan. Right. Like maybe this is going to be something for uh, the next major iOS upgrade. Yeah. But uh, after the article, they're like, you know, we've got enough of this going. We can let's pull the people off of the the uh, AirPlay hotel thing. And put them on this project, and let's make this happen now. 
Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So something to look forward to. Obviously, most of the audience here, you're not uh, diving into beta right now. Uh, be patient with that because you don't like, like Jill said, she's, she's got off the beta bandwagon for a while. Uh, I only put beta on my, my, my extra devices. So, um, but Ben, you know, he likes to live on the, on the edge. So do not be me. Yes. Do not be me. Yes. Uh, so, uh, but this might soon be back to beta. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We might, we might've twisted your arm here, uh, with this story. Uh, and, uh, so, Let's go ahead and move on to the, the the version that you should have this week, and that's iOS 17.2. That was released to, to the um, uh, to the public this week. Uh, great to see. There was a lot of updates. We've been talking a lot about uh, a lot about the stuff that's been uh, that's been going on with this update, but uh, fi- we're finally here. It's definitely a must update, I think, because there are some security bug uh, fixes in in this version as well. I would I would not hold back, even though it's you know, just like a lot of folks. There's a, many folks out there like to say, "Yeah, it's a it's a dot it's a dot one increase." You know, I may want to wait a few days before I do this. Now, just do it because it just really has some some good some some security fixes that'll keep you safe. Um, but a lot of the things that really stand out is the fact of uh, the journaling app. A lot of the, the journal app was a big thing that was uh, th- that was discussed. Uh, allowing you to be able to reflect on your life's moments, preserve your memories. Uh, so that's in the hands of everybody now. And we're going to definitely going to be seeing a lot more discussions about this. It's for pretty fresh here since, uh, interestingly enough, 17.2 did get released on Monday of this, this week as we record, they usually would do that on a Tuesday. So they were pretty aggressive getting it to coming off the weekend and then getting it up, getting out there in everybody's hands for, so we've had it in our hands for about, uh, what the going on four days now. Um, so, um, uh, has anybody, I mean, uh, Jeff, have you uh, explored anything with journal yet? I know we talked about it in, uh, in the beta cycle, but now that's uh, in the hands of everybody. I haven't yet only because I haven't had time. That's not true. I haven't had time. And since it's, uh, it's limited where it's actually available, it doesn't have as much value for me yet. Gotcha. Uh, I'm actually really looking forward to seeing what happens with uh, with other app and shortcut support for the journal app. I, I can see where this could be a really useful tool uh, uh, for my business, keeping track of uh, uh, almost like a diary yep. of what I'm working on and project notes, just having things automatically going in, into it. Okay. Uh, how about you, Joel? Have you tried the journal app yet or not yet? I did. Yeah, I tried a journal. I forget about it. I have an auto diary app, which is probably stealing all my data, all my locations and selling it everywhere. But I love it so much. <laughs> and so I'm hoping this will take over that in its functionality. And it looks like a few more features that really will. So I'm excited to do this. I'm excited for the Mac app as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully they get the Mac app out as a, as a companion. Um, so how about you, Ben? Did you, have you tried the journaling? Yep. I, I will preface this by saying this is was the part of iOS 17 coming out of WWDC that I had the least interest okay. in. Then I tried it. <laughs> um, this mm-hmm. could actually get me into uh, journaling the way the iPhone camera app got me into photography. Okay. It's the, the machine learning aspect of it, the way Apple is pretty much giving you a lob for an alley-oop for each journal entry. This is smart. This is very smart. And it's just another quality of life enhancement on uh, Apple's platforms. Yep, absolutely. Um, so as what journaling does, it says it does make suggestions to make you make it easy to remember your experiences uh, and uh, filters that let you quickly find bookmarked entries. So it's kind of like a notes app, but, but, but it's more in the journaling way of things. You do have options to lock your journal with the touch ID or face ID, as well as it does do iCloud sync. So it keeps all your journal entries safe and backed up and encrypted um, on iCloud. So um, the other cool feature that they did add was the fact that on the action button on, on iPhone 15, 
The translate option is now available on the action button uh, for the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max to quickly tr get you to translate the phrases. So now you have a, a, a quick action. If you're traveling, that might be a good thing to have uh, on that button for the, the time that you're traveling and you need to have translation for different languages. So, uh, so that's kind of cool. Uh, they did talk about spatial video that lets you capture um, video on the 15 Pro and Pro Max. Uh, of course, that's going to be part of the Vision Pro. We've talked about that, and uh, it, it it does uh, it, it, it's not something you're going to really be able to do unless you have the Vision Pro. But we'll we'll talk about that in future shows relates to that. Um, they did improve the telephoto camera focusing speed when capturing smaller, small, faraway objects on the 15 Pro and Pro Max. Um, so that's another cool thing that they enhanced, um, in messages. They did the catch up arrow. It'll let you easily jump to your first unread message in a conversation by tapping the arrow visible on the top right corner. So that was kind of a cool thing they added. Uh, the add sticker option in messages is now in the context menu. So it allows you to, uh, add a sticker directly from a, to a bubble. It's emoji updates, contact key verification uh, is provided for automatic alerts uh, for contact verification codes to help you verify people facing extraordinarily digital threats and are message, messaging only with the people they're intended to. There have been a number of things with the, the weather app. I won't go into too much of that stuff. It's in there uh, as well as uh, they've done some improvements uh, with that, with, with all of this. Um, I'm not going to go through all this stuff, but there's a lot that was there. Uh, G2 charging support is now going to be available for both the iPhone 13 and 14 models, which is good to hear for those. Sorry, Ben, that they're, that, that didn't include the 12, but, uh, 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 but, uh, that's good to see that they're, they're actually doing some updates to older devices like that. So all in all, the weather um, updates are amazing. Okay, well, we'll go ahead. <laughs> I just want to we'll say go that. Ahead, Joe, let's, let's go into that. I, I like oh. to hear what your opinion yeah. on that. Let's go ahead. Got new widgets, which are great. I love the new widgets. The weather app is on par with every, I'm, I'm a weather nut and <laughs> it is on par with every weather app I use. So mm -hmm. I'm just a huge That's fan of a what they did. That's change. Yes. <laughs> it's amazing. So um, this, the grids across the month, the amazing radar, I mean, everything got improved. It, it is on par, like I said, on par with every major weather app out there. Okay. So those are the, the most of the things that stood out to you as far as the, uh... As far as the weather gap goes, yeah, um, just the, the whole grid. Like I said, just everything was great, and I'm looking forward. I'm hoping more notifications come for like extreme weather or dangerous weather, but I couldn't be happier. Good, good. I canceled a few services this morning. <laughs> well, I think some wow. some of us like uh, the carrot weather. That's be hard to to cancel that, but uh, yeah, that was one of them. Gone. Okay. Okay, that that says a lot right it there. Does. We've got to re, we've got to relook at this, huh? Yep. Still, I'd be waiting for the uh, email. Why did you cancel me, meat bag? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. Uh, uh, so, and there was a number of other security fixes and bug fixes, that kind of fun stuff. Like I said, go ahead and do that. Get that updated. Uh, some of the other versions, Watch OS 10.2 was also released. They're definitely important to get that with the bug fixes. Um, they uh, they added some uh, access to log health app data and Siri with Siri for the Watch Series 9 and the uh, the Watch Ultra 2. Uh, automatically viewing the now playing when in proximity of the HomePod. I haven't tried that one yet. Um, but then that would work with the Apple Watch Series 6 or later of uh, that feature. So uh as well as the old, the first version, first gen of the Ultra, uh, enable uh, that enabled the ability to swipe and change watch faces and settings. Uh, enable ability to confirm ending workouts. Prioritize the volume of either the music or the trainer's voice in Fitness Plus. Uh, and uh, it did resolve an issue with that that caused uh, watch faces added in the watch app on the iPhone to not appear on the Apple Watch. So they did some 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 pretty good enhancements on there too. Um, Anything else you guys have come across with the watch? If you're assuming you've you've updated, it. you're on beta, Ben, so I know that. So did you update? I know you updated yours, Jeff. Did anything stand out for you on the watch? Um, the fact that uh, I don't have to press and hold and then swipe to change watch faces. I'm so glad that's back. Uh, it's important that people know that's a feature you have to turn on. It's off by default. So just 
be be prepared for that if it doesn't work right after the, you update and you're like well, why not that's why yeah. anything stand out for you what on the watch joe no i was glad about that feature too and i was really happy about the apple fitness and the music i don't like the music and fitness apps in general and so i was glad to pare it down a little bit so i'm i'm just thrilled with all of it great um then tvOS 17.2, actually, surprisingly enough, there was a number of pretty good enhancements on this version. Uh, the update enhanced FaceTime, Fitness, and the Apple TV apps, and it streamlined the, the voice search uh, and supported apps, as well as added new support for Siri, as well as including uh, uh, performance and stability, stability, so it gets bug fixes. Um, the, the, uh, uh, the, the new sidebar now makes it easier to navigate and find something great to watch. That sidebar is really cool. I mean, I, I have to get a look at used mm-hmm. to it. Uh, so that, that makes things really, really easy to get along with, uh, all your subscribed channels and connected apps can now be found under channels and apps in the sidebar and the home on the home uh, menu there, iTunes movies and, sh- and shows are gone. It's now integrated into the Apple TV app, which was way overdue. Those were very, very, uh, old and dated. So I'm glad to see that, that they're really, really putting more integration into the Apple TV app more than anything else. Uh, Watch Now is now called Home, so when you can browse the movies and TV shows. Uh, FaceTime, some cre- quite a bit of enhancements, including the ability to answer calls directly on your Apple TV 4K. Support for FaceTime audio calls on there as well. Calls are now moved from your Apple TV 4K to your iPhone or an I- iPad. I've noticed that because I've done some FaceTime calls and all of a sudden, do you want to transfer this to your uh, to your Apple TV while I'm talking to somebody with, uh, mm-hmm. with, uh, uh, with FaceTime? So that's uh, really cool. Um, and number of things, Apple fitness plus has some, some updates, share, uh, share plays got some, some, some good updates as well. And, uh, some Siri uh, fixes here. So, um, as far as iPad goes, so uh, there, there wasn't a, there was a pretty good amount of stuff. The weather, of course, you got some updates there and messages as well. Uh, in PDF, uh, support, so they did enhance autofill ident- identities, uh, uh, identifies fields and PDFs and other forms and enabling you to populate them with the information such as names, addresses for your contacts. So they really enhance that. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot, lot of other things basic with the iPhone as well as iPad too, that far, that really enhanced a lot of, uh, what, uh, what, uh, what they released. This was a pretty big, big update. Really. If you think about it, I mean, it, it, it really, uh, it really stands out that they did some, some pretty major updates to everything here when it comes to that. So, uh, so glad to, to, to see that. So, um, a couple of things, other stands that, that, that stood out too, that, that, that I found uh, notable here as well is, uh, your, the ability now to changing your default sound, uh, in iOS 17.2, we've got hmm. that linked here. Uh, and the way you're able to do that is if you open up at the settings app on your iPhone, go to tap uh, sound and haptics and select default alerts. You now can uh, change that to the sound that you, of, of your so choosing. Um, so, was nice to, that they they added that uh, enhancement uh, in there. Uh, is as well as we talked about translation and and speech. That's great. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we really uh, talked about a lot of the stuff that uh, was uh, really uh, really uh, updated. Did you guys have anything else you wanted to add with, with uh, when it comes to that? Uh, that was pretty thorough. Yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. went through that pretty quick, <laughs> but. I think we got, we we did we did it some justice here. Uh, I have a secret though yeah, uh, that you may not know. You talked about buying, you uh, moving where you buy uh, TV shows and movies. Mm-hmm. The weird thing is, is when I switch from Windows to Mac, the Windows iTunes has a ton of sales and a ton mm-hmm. of box sets. Oh, yeah. You do not get on the Apple side of things, and so I have to keep mm-hmm. my Windows machine here really? just in case I want to buy a box set because you cannot get the discounts and the sales mm. and i'm not sure why and i'm not sure if it's eventually going to go away on windows mm. i know there was a new release of itunes today but if you didn't know that there is a lot more <laughs> on the old itunes interesting Ah, huh. yeah i don't know why interesting i i told him i told him i sent him i sent him a ticket and said hey just so you know yeah. but, where is this um yeah, and they did still continue to show love on the older devices. Uh, they did uh, uh, iOS seven sixteen dot seven dot three, as well as uh, uh, iPad OS. So those are still on that, as well as on older devices. I believe uh, iOS fifteen dot eight dot 
three, I think it is that that that's out there too. So if you keep your older devices up to date, uh, that's it's a, a super important uh, uh, that we do that. So uh, and uh, and and keep that uh, keep that uh, that awareness available and make sure that you're doing these uh, these updates. So um, so let's hit one more topic here. I'm going to talk about uh, uh, where people buy devices. This is an interesting uh, discussion. This uh, the fact there's been a report uh, that most iPhone purchases in the U.S. happen at carriers, not Apple. And then uh, this week, this month, this year, uh, we uh, we they they took a look at uh, what was the big thing of where people buy where people buy iPhones. So a lot of good data here. Seventy one percent of U.S. Phone, iPhone sales between September twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three. Happened to carriers that was up up from sixty seven percent. iPads are both the most diverse. It says Apple is about thirty percent. Best Buy and Amazon tying about nineteen percent, and uh, and the rest of the carriers, uh, of course, they're buying with cellular services about fifteen percent. Uh, Apple, of course, does continue to dominate the Mac sales. That was a thirty nine percent in the last report to forty seven percent. So it's definitely interesting to see uh, where these numbers go, and you know. I, I purposely held back this uh, this story for you, Ben, because I know you had a bit of a a challenge getting a new iPhone. So, why don't you share with people's your 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 unfortunate experience uh, with uh, with that, and maybe this might be the reasoning why we may need to consider potentially carriers uh, versus going to the Apple Store. You obviously have a challenge because of the distance of from from yeah. the Apple Store. So, yeah. Yeah, the nearest Apple store to mine, to me, is the uh, Hilldale store in Madison, Wisconsin, (laughs) which for me is, yes, is a, I love that store, but it is a uh, 100 mile drive. Well, um, so um, I attempted to upgrade through the Apple online store. Um, They gave me what would have been a exceptional deal, which would allow me to uh, upgrade right now. Um, Except I went through the entire process uh, and it said, Oh, sorry, we, we cannot communicate with your carrier. So I reached out to T-Mobile. They're like, uh, hey, everything looks good on our end. Uh, you should reach out to Apple sales support or Apple or Apple technical support. Reached out to Apple technical support. And uh, they said, well, uh, you should reach out to the Apple store sales people. And uh, they're like in a uh, store. Yeah, that's. Yeah, oh yeah, oh and the uh Apple salespeople over the line said uh yeah, we can it's totally on T-Mobile. There's some kind of block there that T-Mobile says doesn't exist. Uh and you shouldn't even go to the store since they run to the same they run the same system. Mm. Which leaves my only option as uh, the far, far lesser deal at the T-Mobile store. Unfortunate. I'm wondering yeah. if it was uh, um, something you alluded to in a previous conversation, Ben, where there was a temporary server communication failure. And if you try it again, like tomorrow, because it's been days. I tried it yesterday. Oh, still the same, same problem. deal. Yeah, uh, that sucks. Yep, yeah, on all our lines. Yeah, and I, that, that's a big move. You're not going to want to change carriers. That, that's a that's a big headache. Yeah, yeah. Very unfortunate. Um, but yeah, I mean, in most cases, I think a lot of people do have a good experience. I mean, I have a very good experience. I mean, I'm fortunate to have you know a number of Apple stores near nearby to me, and that's generally where I go only because I'm in the Apple trade in. Um, program each year. So 
and I tend to not have to visit the store. Uh, I usually have the phone shipped directly to me on, on release day when the, when the new iPhone comes out. So, but I've had experiences in the past when I've gone to the Apple store. It's not as crazy as it used to be in the old days where we would wait in line and there'd be like hundreds of people waiting to get in because it was exciting when the app, the iPhone came out. So they don't, you don't see that as, as, as a common thing these days. Um, but you know, it, it's interesting to see because I've always had a poor experience with the, with the carrier. I've gone to a T-Mobile store, just, just not even with the, you know, you look at the, you, I'm like you, we're looking at the best deals, but then you go to the carrier and it's like, Oh my God, you're wasting my time here. And then, and they don't want to help you in the carrier store at all. They, they, they just want to sell you the phone and to get, get, you out, get, get out of here <laughs> where, you know, as we all know, the Apple store is a great experience because, uh, you, uh, they want to help you and they also want to help you after the sale and make sure you get, make sure that you get the iPhone set up properly. If you have any questions, you know, we're, we're all in a position where we were pretty savvy enough. I don't think we need to spend that time, but then I, I like this cover for customers who are not, are technically challenged that this, this is very helpful. And I think they really appreciate that. And that's why Apple's as successful as it is. So, um, do you have any thoughts on this, Joe? Yeah, I had, um, I don't know if you want me to, I bought a phone through Verizon yes. and because my part of a business account, it all got messed up and I did not get my thousand dollars of rebate mm. for a year because oh, they said, oh, you should have, you're not a Spock, you're not a business owner. You can't order phones on your own. And it was complicated yeah. and messy and I don't think I'm going to do it again, but I'm afraid if I order it from Apple, it's not going to work either. So I'm confused about what to do next, but on my phone, but I probably won't buy my next phone through carrier. I buy iPads usually through Best Buy because that's pretty straightforward. But the Mac, I wanted special memory on it, special hard drive space. And so I went to the Apple store and bought it there. Jill, Apple stores, every Apple store has a business liaison. Oh, okay, great. Go in and ask to speak to them. And they're going to get you set up with uh, with everything for your business account. And then when you go in to do all your purchases in the future... Yep. You let that that liaison know that you're coming in to buy. Okay, great. Even though I'm not the business person, it's someone else's business. I'm a, my friend's business. Yeah, um, yeah. They ha they'll walk you through getting everything set yeah. up. Right. Oh. Perfect. That sounds great. And that's probably what we'll do that. I work. <laughs> this was such an awful thing. Yeah. I work with the business team all the time, and in, in my job, and uh, yeah, they're they're awesome. That they really have some some uh, and uh, the experience of my local stores I was working with for a while. Uh, go out to the East Coast. Uh, you know, sometimes it's questionable, but uh, also the company size that may, that may that matters too. So then, you know, as the size of the company is larger, they tend to move move them over to a more corporate uh, business partner as opposed to the the Apple retail store business team. Um, because the Apple business team, right. that's the good thing about the Apple business team, the the business team in the, in the in the retail stores, is they do small and medium businesses, and that sounds like that's where your category is. So. Yeah. And they're great. Yeah. And that's great. I've had them come out when I was leading an Apple user group. They've come out to help us out and they're, they're very, very, they're very, very helpful. And very that's nice. a good team. So I think that I definitely would agree that uh, would be a, a good, a good reason to do that. So. Yeah, I will say that the Ryzen store was fantastic, did try to help me. And I oh, think good. what went wrong is they overhelped me. Yeah. They helped me to the point where I wasn't going to get my rebate <laughs> because everyone was so helpful. But they were really great. I mean, I, I don't, you know, other than the fact I didn't get my thousand dollars for it. What a shame. Um, but the key is with the, when you go to these carrier stores, make sure you go to a company store. Don't go to those yes. those carrier stores that have the that that are that are uh, a little company that has oh we do Verizon we do T-Mobile we do AT and T oh, don't no. go there yeah. or even they they have standalone T-Mobile and I've seen it T-Mobile stores as well as I don't mm -hmm. see T-Mobile as much but Verizon for sure I've seen it where you go in these stores like oh no we're we're owned by this company and we just are uh, we're, we're an yeah. authorized reseller Verizon stores are notorious for not actually being Verizon yeah. 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 Okay. We had a newspaper article in our local paper where what happened to me happened to many people. Yeah. And once the newspaper got on top of them, and that was the story, is that these were not real stores. I mean, they were real stores, but they weren't owned by Verizon. So anyway, thank you. Yeah. Um, we actually have a few uh, comments in the chat here. Uh, uh, Wayne, how you doing, Wayne? Glad, glad to see you in the chat tonight. Uh, uh, in order to get an iPhone 15 Pro uh, Max on launch day, I purchased it directly uh, online from Apple. That's what I do. That that's definitely a good, a good idea. 
Uh, and then Brett, they, how you doing Brett? Great. Good to see you. He says he got an Apple watch ultra two through Verizon. The, uh, the guy there was super helpful in getting me my $150 off the price and updating my, uh, up and updating my plan. So there's, there, there you go. You got some good experiences too. Um, so, uh, it really varies. Uh, I, I, I definitely think this is interesting to see where the percentages are, but you are seeing the trends towards uh, the carriers. And that's what's the, that's the great thing about Apple. Apple's being smart. You know, you don't have to go to the Apple store to, to get what you want, but I, whenever anybody asks me, I'm sure you guys do the same thing as uh, if you live near an Apple store, it is the best experience to go to an Apple retail store. I think it's, uh, it's, it's, it's something that, uh, we, uh, that we definitely promote um, and and have a good experience. It's really great, Ben. Yeah, yeah, really great, Ben. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a shame for you, Ben. I, I wish wish that you would have been able to to get that pulled off. But uh, one of these days, you'll be able to find another deal here. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to put put listeners out there. If if you know of any good deals, you can get Ben uh, and get him get him a new phone. I think we 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 definitely need to help you out because you you're, you I know you're itching to get upgraded. <laughs> Yeah. So, um, all right. With that, let's uh, go ahead and uh, wrap up for this week. This was a great show. We had a lot of great conversation, and I uh, really appreciate y'all being here. Uh, so that's a lot. That is a wrap for this week. Please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, which is feedback at intouchbios.com. You can follow us on Mastodon at intouchbios at techhangout.social. Support the show by buying me a coffee at InTouchWithIOS.com slash coffee. We would really appreciate it. You also could become a patron of the show by going to Patreon.com slash InTouchWithIOS. We have two tiers available to support the show. We would really appreciate it. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe when you are notified. Uh, and you will be notified when we are live streaming, which is on Thursday nights at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on our YouTube uh, channel, which is YouTube.com slash InTouchWithIOS. So shout out to Web Bixby and Brett and Wayne. And all the others that were in the chat this week, really appreciate you uh, listening in on a live show. You definitely could uh, have a good experience watching the show live. And this is uh, also a place where you can uh, watch the current and past live streams, as well as listen to past shows on YouTube. Uh, visit In Touch with iOS Magazine on Flipboard, where many of the topics we discuss are flipped into that magazine. The link is in our show notes. You can subscribe to the show in our, your favorite podcatcher, including Pocket Cats, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, and many others. But better yet, just go to our website, InTouchWithIOS.com, where all the links to all the ways to listen to us are there. I am Dave Ginsberg, and you can find me on Mastodon at DaveG65 at Mastodon.cloud. And Jill McKinley, so happy you were able to make it on the show. What a great, great, great guest. I'm glad you were here. Where can people find you? Thank you for having me. Um, you can find me. I have two podcasts. I'm going to start two more hey. in the new year. But my main one is startwithsmallsteps.com. So thank you. Awesome. I'm going to look forward to, to hearing more about that when, when it comes out. Jeff Gamut, so glad you made it here. And the, the third podcast and, and my second today. And um, I'm so glad you were able to make it to, for this show as well. Uh, where can people find you? Well, I'm happy to be here. Dave, on uh, Mac Voices Live, I promised everyone I would give an update on the uh, on the, the knockoff Findwoven Apple Watch band. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Oh, mine showed up yesterday morning, and so I've been wearing it since. Here's my super fast update because it's it's been uh, less than forty eight hours for this. Um, it's surprisingly comfortable. It looks really nice. And um, um, I am concerned about how well the magnets hold. I want to go to the Apple store and compare the magnets on this to the ones, uh, the, the not knockoff ones in the Apple store. And um, we'll see how it looks come next Tuesday for uh, Mac Voices. So there you go. Right. That's the super fast update oh. on the $16 Apple Watch band, knockoff band oh, on Amazon. Thank you. I completely forgot to uh, bring that up. <laughs> go ahead. That's, that's all right. Between us, we get through it all. All right. So super fast. Uh, social media, Jay Gamut, everywhere. Mastodon, Instagram, threats. That's where I'm posting stuff now. Um, then shows. Mac Voices Live on Tuesdays. Chuck Joyner Show. Uh, in touch with iOS here on Thursdays, Dave, your show. 
British Tech Network, the big show on Thursdays, the Mac show on Fridays, and uh, also Context Machine. Brian Chaffin is going to record that. Great. Great. And last but certainly not least, Ben Rathick. Thank you again. Your third show. Thank you so much for being here. And uh, where can people find you? Well, Dave, you can find me at Ben Rathig on social media. Rathig.tech for my writing. On Tuesdays, you can find me on Mac Voices Live with Chuck Joyner. On Thursday and Fridays, you can find me on the British Tech Network uh, with interim host Jeff Gamet um, for the for the Mac and Big Shows. Great. We appreciate it, Ben. And thank you for listening. Thanks, everybody that was in the chat uh, this week in YouTube.com slash iOS. Uh, really appreciate it. We had a lot, a lot of fun getting some great, uh, great comments. And thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. We really enjoyed doing it. And we'll talk again soon. Hey.